Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us. I'm very thankful to be your host. And we're going to be looking at the fruits of biblical archaeology today. And we're getting this from the Wycliffe Dictionary of Biblical Archaeology, editor Charles Pfeiffer. And so let's just jump in. Uh, thanks for being here. Do subscribe. Leave a five-star review. It just helps people find us. A lot of good information here. In the first place, archaeological discovery has filled out in considerable detail the total background not only of life in Palestine in Bible times, but also life in Egypt, Syria, Assyria, Babylonia, Persia, Greece, and Rome. Numerous allusions to local customs are now clearly understandable. Thus, the patriarchal stories in the Joseph narratives are now known to contain a considerable variety of references to practices that were current in Mesopotamia, Egypt during the 2nd millennium B.C., uh, such items as law, social customs, religious practices, and theological ideas have been preserved on documents which come to light in dozens of ancient sites all over the Near East. Also, um, how can I phrase this? The the by like so the Joseph narrative, for example, you find kind of that imprinted on certain Egyptian narratives as well. So not only do you see like Abraham, a marriage custom, Abraham, a contractual agreement to buy some land. These have been discovered. But then you also see the super imprint of uh, Semitics in Egypt and, and various things such as that. Um, Haran, the place names, village names around Haran are named with uh, Abraham's progenity to this day. Noah, same way, in Turkey. So, pretty amazing stuff there. Uh, by way of illustration, reference may be made to the customs which are current at Nutsi, the famous Nutsi tablets in northern Mesopotamia during the 2nd millennium B.C., in reference to inheritance. A man who has no son might adopt one of his slaves as his heir, so like Eleazar in Abraham's case. He might however, adopt a relation or take a subsidiary wife and hope that a son might be born from such a union, Hagar, uh, Ishmael, for example. Also, the Su uh, suzerain vassal treaty is another example of that, kingship vassal. Uh, should a true son be born in due course, this son became the true heir, although the other individuals were to be given some share of the inheritance. The patriarchal stories such as Abraham and Eleazar, Laban and Jacob, Abraham and Agar, Abraham and Isaac, take on new meaning against such a background, which of course the background which Abraham knew so well. Also, I mean, it, it fits in with current culture. It doesn't contradict uh, archaeology. In the purely historical realm, important international events which are referred to in the Bible are described in non-biblical documents which have been discovered in the course of archaeological works. Thus the invasion of Shishak, called Shishalk in Egyptian, the assault on Samaria, the capture of Jerusalem are well attested in non-biblical records and described from another viewpoint. I will say, too, I mean, even things like uh, Jerusalem, Pre-1500 B.C., maybe even the name Melchizedek, uh, some of the kings that invaded in Genesis 14, place names of Genesis 10, uh, Nimrod, a lot of different things. So anyhow, we're going to stop there. There's just so much more, but uh, that's a good stopping point. So God bless. Thanks for being here. Share with your friends, family, church, family. 
Please leave a five-star review. Join us daily. We'll see you later. God bless you. Bye-bye.